Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Oh, mate. Yeah, cough it all out, mate. I know. <laughs> it was feel as, as you like. Splatter out over everybody. <laughs> yeah. If mate. I'm going down, you're all coming with me. What's that? If I'm going down, you're all coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, oh, God. Yeah, it's that time of the year, I guess. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, man, it, it, it was a freaking huge day yesterday. Like, wow. I mean, Crazy. we finished 7.1% yeah, 7. 7.1 up on the NASDAQ. That's insane. That is insane. It's insane. Like that, that's different. It's you know? even like, look at gold. Gold's yeah. jumped. It's like 60 bucks. Yeah. You know, like, you know even though I shared those statistics in the group yesterday, I know, I know a lot of people were probably looking at them being like, what the F is this? But I mean, a five standard deviation move and, you know, in finance or statistics is, I wouldn't say it's unheard of, but it's kind of one of those things like shit, you know, really? Yeah. You know, so a four standard deviation move would be one in every 10,000 days. So 10,000 standard deviation is like one in hundred something thousand days. You can really say that it's not something that you can ever predict or you would ever try and trade. You know, if you were waiting for a move like that, you'd probably have a lot of gray hairs. And <laughs> you <know laughs> <my mind. laughs> yeah. You know? Well, Man, I, I mean, it was, um, to be honest, I don't know whether I was expecting inflation to call, really. I guess it was a, a matter of time, just given how aggressive, obviously, the FOMC had been for, for a while. Um, and boy, this has really just thrown a spanner in the works for the dollar balls. It's, yeah. it's all changed now. I mean, it has. I, don't, I don't know if you saw, I'm just going to sort of share my screen quickly, buddy, and just show you mm-hmm. uh, one moment. Here, uh, that's gold. Like, if you look at dollar, obviously, you know, we've been speaking about this for weeks, just how firm the trend's been to the upside. And I had obviously this, obviously all technical analysis of subjective anyway, but I had this trend line that's been in play there from March. And you see sort of that just giving way there and just making way for a f- big chunky wave of, of downside momentum. Um, and obviously now I think there's there's a lot of room to go. There's a lot of room to go lower. I think if we, we've already taken that support here at 107.50, sort of that yeah. 38.2% fib. And then I'll be looking at 105 and then 103 if yeah. the correction ha- falls that deep. But you got to remember all of this is just been pumping on FOMC aggressiveness. You know, yeah. now it's potentially slowing down. No? Exactly. I, I do think yesterday though was a bit, was a bit erratic. I think there was a bit of an exaggeration yesterday. I don't think it should have, you know, I don't think equity should have rallied as hard. Dollar shouldn't have fell as much. You know, I think what people are forgetting is that inflation was still 7.7%. Mm. you know which is a huge huge number still high so isn't it? Lot, you know a lot of people are forgetting that and i personally still don't think there will be a fed's pivot next year mm. so just bringing that into play and a lot of other things you know looking at unemployment rate it's still quite low so we're going to be waiting to see what it comes out in the start of december so i still think that there's still a bit of upside room for dollar and still a lot of downside risk for equities yeah yeah um yeah i mean i agree with you it's it's um at the end of the day, that's just that's just one number. And as you say, there's still, you know, a lot of well, they've still got a big target to come down to towards two percent. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's gonna take quite some time. Yeah. And and we've had the we've had the dollar bears knocking at the door and the equity, you know, um bulls sitting knocking at the door as well for weeks upon weeks. You know, they've been sitting looking for any excuse to try and bring these up. And I think yesterday, once that came out, they were just like all hell just basically broke loose and yeah. they just said, F it, we're going for it. And yeah, we're going the, to take it up. 
the market literally ejaculated, you know, as soon as they saw that number, <laughs> the whole market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally really was that sort of moment. Oh, it did. Inflation's lower. Well, but I think there's there's maybe some people seeing it as a good thing. You know, some people are maybe now going to see it as a really good rally to sell into mm. or a good, you know, sort of downward move for the dollar to buy into. Other people maybe are now going to change opinions. So yeah, yeah. interesting to see. What sort of your thoughts now on it? Have you changed your forecast? forecast with with the the greenback yeah for the greenback Mm. you know what i'm I'm on the fence a little bit at the moment mate um i still think when when you go and view so look if i all right just while i'm thinking out loud because you have put me on the spot so when (laughs) i think about the u.s economy versus all right let's start off with the eurozone at the end of the day the eurozone still uh itself is battling with, with rising inflation yes and and i don't think the ecb will Obviously, they, they need to get a, a little bit aggressive, as we've, as we've seen with these recent hikes, 75 base points. But I don't think they're ever going to be, uh, you know, trumping the FOMC in terms of aggressiveness. No. You know, because as you've said before, we've got smaller nations within the Eurozone that they need to be mindful of. So at some point as well, we probably will see, we'll see inflation slow down as well, potentially for the Eurozone. But at some point, the ECB are going to want to just sort of ease off that aggressiveness for a little bit. And then we've still, then we're back to square one again. And then look at the UK, the UK. All right. The UK, whether those numbers were fudged or not, uh, you know, we've (laughs) avoided a technical recession, haven't we there? Yeah. Um, And yeah, potentially they are, they are manipulated. Who knows? But the fact of the matter is the UK is still in a bit of a shithole in terms of economically. So when I measure it up against the, the pound as well, the dollar still has an edge. So this, this is just relief rally for me. This is just relief rally. And I think at some point, uh, markets will slap back into reality and realize, you know, the dollar is still king. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, fair enough. That's a good way to look at it. For me, I haven't really changed anything. Mm. You know, I mean, looking at the charts doesn't really decide what my sort of bias is. I would sort of look more at leading indicators, mm. you know, things like unemployment rates, building permits, ISM reports, whatever it may be. They're the sort of things that I would look up. Sure. I mean, those things are still decreasing. Unemployment rates, obviously, still at a, at sort of all-time low there and not really ticking up much but those things aren't really moving much so i'm not really too concerned what the markets are doing at the minute yeah and you gotta remember we've got to remember as well at the end of the day the united states look what look at interest rates at the moment where where are you more likely to put put your money you know you're more likely to put your money in the in the u.s like why would you put your money in the eurozone why would you put your money in the uk you know these but you'd you'd rather put your money in the united states so i think it ha- it'll continue to have the edge on, on a foreign investment perspective as well. Yeah. You know, for a well, ten, ten year yields in the US are 3.8, the UK they're 3.3, you know, so there's 0.5% difference already, yeah. you know, and if you're investing, you know, hundreds of millions into those sort of, you know, into half a percent, that's a shitload of money that's of a, a difference, money. especially if you compound that over 10 years. That's a lot of money, you know, so yeah, yeah. Mate. Well, I was thinking, um, well, actually, I, I wanted to get your opinion, actually, um, mm-hmm. because, you know, Tesla, you, you see Tesla shares being under quite some pressure. I did put something out. I'm just going to bring it up just while we speak, actually. Tesla shares been under pressure. Obviously, everyone's heavily scrutinizing every single move and that, uh, you know, Elon Musk makes. Um, yeah. And my dad sent me something, actually, and I didn't. But look, so let me just I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment. But look, I. Obviously, you know, like a very basic sort of technical pattern, a head and shoulders, left shoulder, head, right shoulder. Yeah. And we breached that neckline there for Tesla. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we're coming down for quite a quick retreat, you know, maybe $150. And if we break that, then $100. I was just looking at sort of technically there. But what's your view anyway um, on, on on 
Tesla. Everyone thinks Elon Musk is going to go bankrupt. I mean, what's your view on the whole situation? Yeah, Elon Musk? I mean, there, yeah, there is obviously that possibility of it. You know, he has got a lot of capital now behind him in terms of putting into Twitter. Mm. You know, what was it? 40, was it 44, 54 billion? Yeah. Something like that. A lot of, quite a lot of that, you know, a huge chunk was actually his own money. A lot of that's backed by collateral mm. in Tesla. And then some of Tesla was still backed by crypto. So I'm yes. not sure if that's the case anymore. So with crypto going down and Tesla going down, then that means that the, the margin for the Twitter sh- for the Twitter company is obviously decreasing more and more every day. Mm. But I do think that he is going to be under a lot of pressure. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice. At Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Soon to tra- sort of try and transform Tesla. He's going to need to maybe look to find a CEO for Twitter so he can go back into Tesla just to maybe try and fire operations up again. True. I mean, he probably could look to do something in the stock. You wouldn't know. He might look to do a few stock buybacks, whatever it may be. But personally, I, as much as like Elon, I would still be quite bearish on the stock. Really? I still think, yeah, I still think it's got sort of downward movement. Yeah. As I've always said that, you know, my long-term goal, I don't think EV, the EV market's going to be great. I think it's more going to be sort of hydrogen cars and the you know i'm talking about the long term like maybe mm-hmm. like our kids generation or our, our grandkids generation i think that's going to be the real market is sort mm-hmm. of hydrogen powered cars not really electric yeah so i sort uh, of just see this as a stop loss to sort of keep the m25 protesters happy mm. and oh, that's fair pretty enough. much it i mean I, I i agree with you in terms of i i do remain sort of bearish on, on tesla as well that man they were so pumped up and overinflated for, for quite some time it is is only right that we just see him pull it right back. You know, it's not, they're not got flying cars or anything. It's just, they're just electric cars. And I mean, they make cars. Exactly. You know, they make cars. Why, why the hell were they up at all time highs at, you know, where, where are they? 420 bucks. Like, yeah, I think so over, overpriced, you know, well, it's overpriced. What were, what were they valued at? Was it like 1.8 trillion or something? Silly yeah, something like along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Something silly. And I mean, what was Toyota was the next one in it? Like, what was it like? I can't. I can't even remember. Toyota was like a couple of billion, right? Hundred billion. You know, yeah. And it's kind of like you know, everywhere you go in the world, you see a Toyota. Every corner you turn, there's a Toyota. Yeah. You know, you don't go to any country and see a Tesla. You know, I know yeah, that. That's true. In, that's true. Actually, yeah. I give you that. One thing yeah. though, look, 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 obviously, remain bearish on Tesla. But what one thing I do give to to Elon, he does he does prove the naysayers wrong a lot of the time, and the, the thing that I respect about him from a business perspective is he sees he can see the un you know the unseeable you know yeah. what doesn't exist right now um so i still i personally just think uh regarding twitter he's gonna somehow pull it off you know he yeah. has a vision for it clearly he's obviously making drastic changes right now but i think he pulls it off yeah you know, he can, he can really another. create a, he can create a narrative push the narrative and then really bring people on board that narrative yeah you know i think that's what he's quite good at you yeah, know definitely, definitely so mate it's definitely an interesting one yeah, yeah, for sure. What um, what else has happened this week? Um, yesterday we had CPI, and then I don't know what happened the rest of the week. I was just lying in bed. So, oh, poor, <laughs> poor dude. We you've been like sweating, you know, like the sweats and yeah, everything. like waking up every two or three hours in the bed soaking and 
having to go in for a shower again. Oh, fuck it. God, you look really rough, man. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sort of, I, woke, I woke up yesterday morning thinking, did I get hit by the tube or something? I was like, did I walk out in front of the line or something? <laughs> you know? yeah. Fuck, it was rough. Oh, so, mate, poor son, poor son. Yeah. You, yeah, you, mate, yeah, you're just going to have to uh, just just shake it off. He'll come. He'll, yeah, he'll, it'll come. But got a few orders placed yesterday on the um, portfolio again. So nice. That, that cheered me up a bit. Oh, good. Good <laughs> yeah, man. Few, good man. Few, few short ideas. So people are probably thinking I'm crazy, but yeah, that's just my view. Nice, man. So, let's uh let's let's take a look at the uh the calendar for next week to see if there's anything sort of major to to really know. Um I mean not really on Monday. I wouldn't even bother with that monetary policy report hearings. RBA minutes, no. I guess we'll keep an eye on US PPI as well. You know, if that if yeah. that cools, then another wave of downside pressure. I noticed actually one thing, mate. I don't know if you saw, uh, there was a second tier bit of data. Was it last week? Um, am I living in the past still? It was, there was a piece of data from the US. Oh, it was, Rick, what was it? It triggered a dollar, dollar downside. Um, and it was like second tier. I can't, I can't think what it was. Oh, here we go. It was this, IBD tip economic optimism on Tuesday. Yeah. Because look, I mean, look, I'll, I'll show you. Look, look on Tuesday. Yeah. What was the date on Tuesday? The 8th of November. See, that's what I mean. How markets, as we say, we're looking just any excuse to sell the dollar. Look. Uh, yeah. What day was it? Did I say eight? Here, look. Tuesday. And we just sold. You know, yeah. they're just looking for any excuse. Yeah, any excuse. And I mean, it only came out, you know, not even one percent, one point lower than consensus. Yeah. Usually yeah. isn't much, and it's not really a, it's not really a, a major indicator either. Not at all. Not at all. So <laughs> that's just what we were going back to saying. Any excuse at all to sell the dollar. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So. so so yeah, we'll keep an eye on those PPIs next Tuesday. UK inflation. I hope that starts to call. Um, yeah, man, it's because it's still very elevated. Ten point one percent. That's madness. Yeah, so, I seen the UK supermarket inflation as well. It was fourteen percent. Yeah. So, Crikey. I, I I still think it's higher than fourteen percent. I mean, most things you go into, if you go into Tesco's or Sainsbury's now, wherever you go, a lot of things that were a pound are now sort of one twenty, one twenty five. Mate, you know, I I think it's more than. 14%. Bro, you know, you know, like butter, lure pack, you know, for yeah. a small, small lure pack, it's like £7.50. Yeah, I seen that. I, I was looking at it. I was like, what is this? What is this shit? Is it silver? You know? I saw, yeah, yeah. And I, I saw is it on, a silver bar. <laughs> mate, there was on, on uh, Instagram, one of these uh, news sites covered it. I haven't seen it with my own eyes, but they took a picture. Someone took a picture in one of the supermarkets in the UK and yeah. they had, you know, they had a security tags round every pack really? of lure pack. <laughs> Ridiculous. Some, somebody out the back done that for a bit of fun then. Well, we're in crazy, we're in strange times, man. <laughs> welcome know. to the UK economy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Tax and butter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we'll keep an eye on that CPI. I mean, I saw there's some comments actually, I think from one of the Bank of England members might um saying that uh, rates to go up a little bit more, still more hikes on the cards. I mean, we guess we know that. Yeah. Um, Canadian CPI, keep an eye on that. US retail sales, again, potentially another excuse to sell the dollar if it comes out weaker. Everyone's just going to be yeah. jumping on that. That'll be the theme now, any excuse to sell dollar. Yeah. Um, and and then obviously labor market data from Australia. And so, I mean, it's quite another, it's another big week really for the dollar. Yeah, key it is. Points. So, okay. um. I think yeah, we'll mate. really be looking for a sort of unemployment rate now coming from the NFP in December. 
and then the week after that, then we have um, the FOMC again on the 14th of December. Yeah. So I think that will be really the next big stopping point mm-hmm. for us just nice. to see, you know, what happens. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I still think we're seeing where inflation is at the minute. Inflation does look like it's now really starting to cool off. However, how much is it going to cool off to? Mm. You know, that's that's the question. Yeah, you know, exactly. We have, we have to ask ourselves that. I thought things in the US were still quite expensive when I was there last week. I thought, geez, you know, we went to the supermarket and mm. things that were usually maybe three or four, you know, pound here were maybe like eight or nine dollars there. You know, I was like, fuck, yeah. that's, that's crazy. So high, man. Yeah. Although uh, the portions are huge. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing you can't fault about America. I do love the portion size, man. You yeah. can't you can't go wrong wherever you go. Like that, you know, their smalls are the equivalent to our like larges, you know. And yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't even do small. It's just medium and large, or, or regular and large. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's insane sizes, isn't it? I know, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, to, to yeah. So for me, I've got a big appetite. You know, I was yeah. thinking the other this morning. I was wondering why. I probably feel a bit shitty because obviously I went out for drinks on um uh, on Wednesday night, and in one night, right, I had so yes. obviously just to soak up, you know, the drink. I had um. I had like a, you know wasabi wasabi yeah. I had wasabi um like a mixed bento I had rice with spicy chicken and sweet chili and <laughs> about 15 minutes after that before because this what in the time I'm waiting for my train home yeah then I get um a big like a, a big uh, burrito extra chicken <laughs> and then when I get to the other side like uh, to mine at a, at a yeah. station I then pick up a McDonald's a double quarter pounder meal <laughs> <laughs> mate that was in the space of a couple, couple of yeah. hours yeah. That's a, that sounds a bit like me. Just every takeaway you pass, you just go in, test it yeah. out. <laughs> just open the doors, yeah. right, everybody? I'm here just to test the food out for you to keep you all safe. <laughs> you know, oh. three or four in and out. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. done, And mate. then you wake up the next morning, you don't know if you're hungover or just full. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, yeah literally. So, yeah. I know. Happens um, all the time. Yeah, cool, mate. Well, that's another week done. That's another and, week uh, done, yeah. I'll be yeah, glad mate, to see rest, this week over with. <laughs> yeah, rest up, get them vitamins in, and I'll, I'll catch you in a bit, mate. <laughs> yeah, sounds good, mate. See you next Take week. Take care, buddy. Nice, <laughs> yeah.